I am so excited to share with you this interview with Transform with Jess. It's an incredible conversation. Before we get into it, I have one announcement. This Monday, August 8th, is the Lionsgate Portal, and Sarah and I at Ghost in the Moon are co-creating a workshop for you to help facilitate, to bring in these new energies and new frequencies and really anchor into it. It's going to be a beautiful container, super supportive with light language, Reiki healing, and even a Gregor's messages. So if you haven't checked it out, click the link in my bio on any of my social platforms and I'd love to see you there. All right, let's get into the podcast. Okay, awesome. So today we have on the podcast Transform with Jess. She is a life coach who is centered around trauma healing, manifestation. She also specializes in hypnotherapy, EFT tapping, and strength conditioning. So super excited to have you on, Jessica. Um, yeah, let's I'm so get to excited. it. Yeah. yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So let's just start off with like your fun questions. Um, what is your morning, your current morning routine that you are doing? Yeah. So I would say like in the morning, my biggest non-negotiable is not checking my phone first thing in the morning, which is an incredibly challenging thing to do. Um, but it really is, you know, the way that I've kind of found what works for me is like waking up and just getting up. And that's really been helpful to just kind of get ahead of the, you know, mental negotiation that starts to seep in and ruminating about, you know, what I have on my schedule today and like getting stuck in that spiral. Um, But, you know, maybe like a year ago, I saw I read something that said every minute you spend online, you're having an opinion about someone else's experience rather than having your own experience. And that for me was kind of like, like, that was really powerful to read because just the perspective um, of that. And for me, it's really just about like having it be the first domino that kind of falls in my day. Like I really view our days as like this series of events and we subconsciously carry the energy of what we've done previously into the things that we are going to do later in the day. So for me, that's why it's just so necessary to start that off on, you know, a really grounded foot as well as, you know, holding that promise to myself, like having that just be like a confidence builder and being like, okay, the very first thing I did today was a promise that I kept, like that's empowering. And now I can move forwards into more of like the actual things that I want to do in my morning. And, you know, that really looks like journaling has always been an anchor for me. I've been writing in journals since I was like six years old. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Right. and I still have some of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and with that, actually, it's interesting because that has recently kind of changed a little bit with the actual way that I've been approaching it. You know, I think initially it was very rooted in like like conscious journaling where like, mm-hmm. I'm using the rational, logical part of my mind to like write about my gratitude and my manifestations and like how Mm -hmm. I want to be showing up in my day, which I think is obviously extremely valuable. But I had a friend introduce me to some like subconscious journaling or auto writing, channeling. People have a lot of different names for it. It's really just kind of, yeah, it's just kind of going into it with like no expectations and you know, not censoring yourself, just really letting whatever's up here, like out on the page. And a lot of the time, like that first 
page might be junk, but then you find like these nuggets of wisdom that you just wouldn't have brought to the surface if you didn't have that like moment with yourself to really dig up that like inner wisdom that we all have that exists within us. Right. And it gets so clouded as we go throughout our day. So having that at the beginning of the day before you don't even pay attention like on your phone and being clouded, that's huge. And I mean, I personally struggle with like the alarm snooze button. So the, that like jumping out of bed the first time really helps. And that's helped me actually stick to like, okay, I'm waking up at this time. If I want to meditate or make room for my morning practice, because yeah, you can like talk yourself in and out of anything, especially when you're in that sleep state. So that's huge. That's helped me an incredible amount. And yeah, I feel like I was talking, I was talking to somebody about this, about like, we were like this generation, it was like the OG journaling because we had diaries like back in the day, like (laughs) That oh was yeah, like, there were no we iPhones. Were, were yeah, no, we were yeah. writing the, about our things, like our feelings and stuff, with our little locked pad, you know, diaries from like the get go. So I love it. we got the self improvement down. Yeah, um, awesome. For sure. So okay, love that. And for what is something that you would consider your either most recent or your most powerful expansion moment? Yeah, I mean, I can definitely pinpoint that moment down to a day, which would be back in 2019, um, October 29th. And that is Mm. the day after my now ex left for, we were still currently dating at the time, left for the army. And the reason why that was um, so powerful is like, you know, in my still unhealed mind at the time, like I had the relationship, Mm -hmm. but there, he wasn't there. Like there was not that communication. So like, it was kind of a bridge between like codependency and like first starting to kind of dip my toes into independence and like living for myself for the first time. Um, Because that was definitely something that I really struggled with. And I'm sure we'll touch more on is just that like sense of self and like always seeking that out in, in external things and mm-hmm. at the time that was all just like the habits and environments and relationships that he was in so I was like uh, coming out of that like who am I and mm. that had been a question that I had been avoiding for quite some time yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah that's a hard one and, yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so that there you know the way that I kind of the tangible action steps that I was kind of taking at the time was um putting to use the strength training certification that I had actually had for about a year and a half and just hadn't done Mm -hmm. anything with because of, Mm -hmm. you know, fear and limiting beliefs and all the things. Right, right. Um, I I don't know what those are. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that was happening. And um, at the same time, like my personal journey kind of started as a physical one with losing Mm -hmm. some weight and, you know, I was gaining some friends at work. And so my career and my healing actually, you know, kind of began synchronistically. Mm. And the way that that kind of snowballed into more of my journey is, you know, fast forwarding to maybe like right at the start of 2020 before everything happened. Um, Mm. I needed continued education for the certification that I had. And I was introduced to, I at random like chose this mind body fitness cert Mm -hmm. and it started to introduce like very baseline levels of like positive affirmations and Mm -hmm. visualization and like neural rewiring. And I was like, I was just fascinated, like from the get go. And at the time I had, I had created an Instagram account that 
at the time was fitness with Jess before it transformed. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and um, I started sharing like a lot of just my personal journey and like what actually shocker, I started applying these things to my life and I started to like notice a shift. Yeah. And that is really like, again, just concepts like personal alignment and yeah. being like, I just thought I was like, oh, I'm doing these things that don't feel good, but it's what I've always done. And then it was like, oh, wait, these things don't feel good because they're not in alignment with who mm -hmm. I am and where I'm going. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, fueled, you know, empowerment in myself and confidence in myself to try to, to kind of like make some bigger life decisions. And one of those things was leaving the guy that I was with now and actually... <laughs> expressing feelings to the man that I'm with and have been for the last two and a half years. And we've built, built this like incredibly supportive and empowering relationship together. And that is like one, that's my big, like first moment where I was like, Oh, I did that for me. And I actually was like confident in my decision. I wasn't like, Oh no, should I not have, you know what I mean? Like it was yes. definitely this, this moment of like, Oh wow, I did that. And I believe in myself. Wow. So it was like, him leaving, your ex leaving, you signing up for your continuing education, following through with like being able to work out and just move your body, lose some weight, feel good, then meeting your now partner. And it's just like, mm -hmm. it's in, it's, see, I think that's the coolest thing when, when we look back on our, even on our own stories where it's like, whoa, it was like this moment at this decision that like tumbled all of these other decisions. So it's like, yeah, that's, that's incredible. That's where the expansion happens. It's like, it's, it's, it's so, and faster than you fit, like really yeah. like that timeline, even just from that story I just told was like six months. And like, wow. I think that's a thing, especially in the beginning, like when you're first introduced to all these concepts, like it is like this period of just rapid growth and expansion. If you just, yeah. if you make it to be, you yeah. know, so and yeah. also too, I think that like we, especially now with like social media, you hear all those kind of like buzzwords of like those things of like, you know, how to transform or like you're rewiring your brain and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just do it. But it's like, sometimes it, they are so simple that it's like when you actually do the thing, you're like, Oh, whoa. Like they're not just this like fad kind of thing. They're actually super helpful when you like, when you do them consistently, it's you so know? True. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The science of it is really like what did it for me. As soon as yeah. I started to learn like the actual facts of like how it works, yes. like my jaw was just on the floor. Like yes, I, I right. I know I get really nitty gritty into the research, like, cause I have a nursing background and I love that math and science. So it's like, anytime I'm like any kind of, um, you know, studies that are done or if they like, tr if they like coordinate it with like blood work or just what's going on in the body, I'm like glued to the screen. I'm like, Whoa, right? this is incredible. There's like a teenage yeah. version of myself. That's like in shock that I'm reading research articles for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So for, uh, the, our next question, um, what is the most alien thing about you? So this is like something that someone can, um, think something strange of you or you think strange of yourself, but you actually really love because we all have something alien about us. Yes. I, I love this question because I feel like, um, my like awkwardness, my cringiness, my humanness is something that I've really embraced over the last year. Um, I think one of the biggest themes I've actually um, been focused on is in communication. Mm -hmm. And, you know, something that I observed myself doing is almost, you know, I was comparing authentic, real human 
conversations with, you know, like edited content and like TV shows and things that are just so scripted and so like projecting this illusion of perfection. And when I started showing up to client conversations about a year ago, when I started my business, like very imperfect, imperfectly. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, what is that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a really hard time with that. And like I, mm. for a long time, I thought it, I thought it was rooted in like my fear of how other people were perceiving me. But shocker, as soon as I started to become more okay with like all of that within myself, I stopped caring whatever people thought so much. And, you know, that really has, you know, and this is something that I think to a degree I've kind of always had within me. um, But now it's just more solidified than ever. And that's just like not being afraid to like completely do my own thing. Yeah. And I grew up and I still live in a you know, small, traditional, pretty cookie cutter town. So I'm really like swimming against the current with a lot of the messages that I put out there. But Mm. I found a lot of purpose in that and, Mm -hmm. you know, being that person for my, you know, small corner of the universe. And locally, I've kind of become, you know, this kind of safety net for kids leaving high school that want to do things differently, which I love. Um, And it's just, you know, introducing them to ideas like conditioning and, you know, society's version of success doesn't have to be the way you define it for yourself. And just, again, so rooted in that empowerment and that personal alignment. And I think my ultimate mission has been to, you know, really be the person that I wish I had for myself a decade ago. Yeah, literally. I was just thinking that even for myself, like I remember when I was that age and just like knowing that you wanted something different. I remember like Googling, like Googling, like how to be happy or what are the different options or do I have like just questioning already, but not really knowing what the questions were and just like disagreeing Mm. with like the, the standard form of the society path. And I, from the gate was just like, that doesn't seem right. But it, it, it's like I had no resources or didn't know how to like look outside and see what that was because I also didn't have anything in my um, awareness at the time in my community or family or, you know, extended family or whatnot. It's like you see, look around you and you're just like, wait. So to have somebody like you at that age as a resource of like, whoa, I can do something like this is what like it's like you're kind of like clicking in those puzzle pieces where like a lot of us really struggled a long time to try to fit and find on our own. And then you're just like, here you are. Let me help you. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, it's so great. And that, that, like, that's kind of like, I mean, it really is a pivotal, like, season of life to be in. But I didn't, you know, I, I had, I was experiencing what you just mentioned experiencing and Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do with any of that. And that led me into just, you know, years of not knowing myself and continuing to just stuff down and stuff down like what I deeply desired until I didn't even know myself anymore Mm -hmm. and then it was like the process of having to completely uncover that so to be to really like catch them again like right before they can be empowered to spread their wings in a different direction is just like incredibly purposeful and and feels really amazing very cool. Very cool. Awesome. Okay. Since you touched on that a little bit, let's like get into what your journey was, like how you got into this. What was like, what would you say like the beginning of all of this kind of stirring was like either your spiritual awakening or just that transformation of your own? Where did it 
I'll start. Yeah. So again, I think like back to the beginning of 2020, um, I didn't have the language for this at the time, but Mm -hmm. I would say the first few months of the quarantine we were in was, um, probably a time where I experienced like a dark night of the soul. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was just a time in my life where, you know, I was highly triggered and there was just a lot of shadows coming up and pain and it was really intense, but there was also a lot of like rapid healing taking place because I was just like dropping all of this density that I had been carrying for so many years. And on the other side of that is when I really started to, like acknowledge that my vibration was rising and like I was Mm -hmm. making new choices and I was, you know, uncomfortably getting comfortable existing in a reality that was completely foreign to like anything that I had ever experienced before and like really living for myself for the first time. Yeah. That's, yeah. I feel like that period of time, like, I mean, everybody knows when you're saying like, oh, 2020, like everybody knows what we're talking about. So it's like, even just like, it's crazy how like a date can just hold so much weight. Right. So like so many people went through that. It's like, that was like a huge awakening for so many people to actually have, it was like, really, if you, if you think about it, like a lot of people, it was the first time that they could actually sit in their house and have time and space and maybe not energy, but at least like that time away from Mm -hmm. everything else, all the outside distractions, all like the work, all the things. And it's like, you're just, you're just there with yourself. You're just literally there for yourself. Yeah. So that's, I feel like a lot of people can relate to that time period because that was a a really intense period for us all. It was. Yeah. So how did you, what, what helped you during that process? You know, I think, um, you know, I wish I had this like defining moment of like my first connection with the universe and yeah, having it be this normally big not moment, that clean. But I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, and again, know, the movie reference, like you think it's just going to be this like huge aha and you're like, I get it now. This is my yeah. life's purpose. <laughs> it's just oh, like yeah, it's so tripping true. and falling and like, you know, like <laughs> sleeping and in. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I would say like it, I, what I can bring it back to it again it's probably the journaling and you know I don't know what if I just found some like prompts online honestly or something like that but I just started getting into the habit of um checking in with myself every single morning and like answering these specific prompts where to a degree it was in relation to like a connection with just a higher power I think is what it referenced at the time and to me the language I started using and what felt good was the universe and so that you know beginning phases of that relationship with like this co-creator just only fueled more faith and confidence in like my goals and the dreams that I had and then from there you know I got into the books and I got into the podcasts and I can like pinpoint a season of my life in probably like fall of 2020 where I was just like this hermit that like didn't leave the house unless I had to because I was just like absorbing and integrating all of this new knowledge and then again sharing that with other people and I think that that is a huge part of it for me as well is like through sharing my personal journey is where I started realizing like oh this work is a lot bigger than me like people are responding to this like really positively 
maybe maybe there's something more here like maybe I want to actually use this like in within my career like whatever I again like none of that at the time it was still just like my little personal training gig and like just this is my side hobby and then it just slowly became like everything to me and it was just unavoidable that this is the path of life that I was destined to take Wow. So through that uncovering, then you found your, your next path. Like, I think that's so beautiful too. Cause like, we're always in this transformation phase. Like we're never not becoming somebody new. It's like, that's what the exciting so part. And also it could be very overwhelming. Cause it's like, I know, especially in, um, in my experience, I'm very knowledge forward. So I love that. Like you said, that I really, um, relate to that because I'm like all the books, all the podcasts, all the things, what can I learn? What are all the perspectives? Like just soak it up like a sponge. And sometimes I can go into overdrive and just want to learn too much. And then it's like taking space again to like allow that integration is, is like what I struggled with at the beginning. Cause it was like, I was just like more, 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 you know, like there's so much I don't know, but what would you say like your top well, you know, like three books or podcasts or just resources that like took you through that Ooh. beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that some of the first books that I started reading um, were written by Gabby Bernstein, who's a motivational mm-hmm. speaker in the manifestation world. And I'm pretty sure the very first one was The Universe Has Your Back. And mm-hmm. that was um, where she really highlighted, you know, in a pretty black and white way, which for me going into it as a beginner felt felt good in a way that you know you're only you're always tuning into either the energy of love or the energy of fear and now you know it's like fear can be guilt and shame and judgment and all those things and love can be peace and gratitude and all of that but for me to kind of have that like okay so I'm either acting out of this place that's like keeping me small and holding me back or I'm in this expansive energy that like may feel scary but also I know is is leading me somewhere that feels like deep down in alignment yeah and I would say too um like podcasts um Haley Hoffman Smith is an amazing um EFT tapping and manifestation coach and she has incredible resources um Catherine Zankina the manifestation babe I love Uh Reese Evans from Yes Supply, which is actually the Yes Supply method is where I uh, gained a lot of my certifications in 2021. So all the female bosses. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Oh, amazing. I know paving this way, right? Oh, I love those, like those resources. Mm -hmm. I love sharing those because it's like, it gives like other, I don't know. It's like that other perspective of you of like, okay, this is like what you've learned from your perspective. And thank you for sharing that. That's, those are some really good ones. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, okay. So once you started your, this, your business transformed from helping people in like the strength coaching to now this transformation, what does that look like for, how did that look like for you going through that process? Like stepping into that like role, did you meet any resistance there or was it all just like, yeah, this is what I want to (laughs) do. Yeah. So, you know, with that is initially I just kind of, I knew I wanted to do something in this field, but again, there's not like a college degree in manifestation. (laughs) (laughs) So, So I had to just do a lot of like my own personal research on, you know, and I don't believe that we need 
every certification in the book if right. we have life experience. Right. That's another big part of it. But again, what's like coming back to like facts and wanting to like know the why behind what I was teaching, that mm -hmm. was also an important part of it for me. So um, I get I just through like searching on Instagram, I came across Reese Evans, who uh, founded the Yes Supply Method. And that is the course that certified me as a life coach, um, as an NLP coach, which I'll talk about um, hypnotherapy and EFT tapping. So mm -hmm. with all of that, um, again, like getting into the NLP part of it, that was like the mindset and like learning about the, the language of the brain. And what that really did for me is help to um, like listen between the lines, which has been a really powerful skill that I've been developing over the last year and a half for myself and for my clients and just the other people in my life. But again, this was just another one of those concepts where, you know, learning about how the brain is set up on an autopilot to keep us the same and how it perceives change as danger. And that's why we self-sabotage ourselves. Right. Like these were all just like mind blowing yeah. concepts to like be introduced to. So at the beginning, once I figured out what I was going to do, the other part of this is it was a financial investment. So that was yeah. another thing where I was like, wow, like I'm going to commit to this, like, and really right. invest in myself. And, you know, I think there's always like some level of fear that can show up with that. But for me, it was probably more of an empowering moment because again, I just kind of felt like I was like taking the reins of my life a little bit and like making yeah. these bigger decisions. So that is what felt really, really good. Um, you know, throughout the process, it's a self-paced course, which mm -hmm. um, I, I, probably had seasons of you know procrastinating it a little longer than others um but when it got down to the end of it and I just said you know I'm setting this deadline for myself and really you know put it all out there there was a lot of things like you had to jump on like live calls and like I pushed those all the way to the end like those types <laughs> yeah. of things right right and you're like ah really, like, game time yeah mm -hmm. so so yeah, I mean, there were definitely like some small periods of resistance, but I don't think it was anything that like wavered my, yeah. my knowing of like, this is what I meant to do. Yeah. So you just had it temporarily and then your, your why for it just like overrode that and was just like, no, we're just, we're, we're not even listening to this. That's cool. Yes. And you know, within that too, I, so today is actually the one year anniversary of starting my business. So this How feels incredible cool. to be yes. having this moment on that day. Um, yeah. But I actually, I mean, I started my business still working my mm -hmm. um, other coaching job, like working for a gym in my town. And I, and I still strength train. I still like train one-on-one -on -one clients in a gym again, just for myself now. But um, I'm so glad that I had that, you know, there was the part of me that's like, I'm just leaving it all behind and leaping into the unknown. Yeah. And, the, mm -hmm. and then, <laughs> you know, and that's not to say that that's not like something you can do, but I'm grateful that I had the time to kind of build the foundation mm -hmm. of what I have now, because now I've been full time in this for two and a half months now, which I'm just so proud of that I was able to even get to in the first year of running everything. Yeah. So that was again just you know kind of like my test run of like figuring out my methods and my processes and you gotta fail your way to success and I did a hell of a lot of failing at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so true because like it isn't like yeah it's not like take this 
take this course and you'll be able to do this and like run your business this way. And, and it's like, it's that trial and error of like, okay, well that worked, but I didn't really love that. So, but I loved that. How can I make this work? So it's like, and, and it's like, I feel like there can be so much shame around that on like failed and tried businesses or not being full time or, or feeling like, you know, people thinking that they have to go full time right away and they can't do their mm-hmm. other job. And it's like, no, you, it, it's like, it, it reminds me of that like black and white either or situation of like you're spiritual or you're modern or you're female mm-hmm. or you're masculine. So it's like kind of like getting over that and just like, let's remember whether we're bridging everything together and like integrating every part of ourselves and even those parts of ourselves and not like separating those pieces. So that's um, so true. I'm glad you're able to speak on that. Cause it's like, yeah, you can do things at your own pace too. And, and that's how you figure out your, your path and how your service yeah, is. In like, retrospect, un- the yeah. sequence of events always like makes so much sense. It's always. Like, yeah. Oh, yes, I needed that. To happen, you're like, Oh, that's why. And, yeah. Of course. Right. Oh my gosh. Totally. Oh my goodness. So what is your, um, what do your services look like now? Like what, um, what is your, uh, how do you offer your, what do you offer your clients? Like, uh, yeah. So Mm -hmm. the one-on-one, um, virtual sessions that I offer are one-on-one life coaching, like months long containers that a lot of the time I'm so grateful that a lot of my clients stay for longer and it's, you know, the way that I really run my coaching is, you know, you're not just investing in like X amount of sessions. Like you are investing in like all I have to give. And I really, you know, don't take that role lightly. Like my mission is to build those intimate relationships. And I think one of my favorite things about this work in general is just, you know, getting to meet people deeper than 99% of the world sees them. And I just, you know, being able to, to give them, all of my energy and all of my knowledge and my heart and soul. And like, and a part of it too, that like, I think a lot of, you know, people maybe don't see on the behind the scenes angles. Like I choose people that I feel in alignment with, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the power and that's the position that, you know, I wasn't in when I was starting and like trying to get everything off the ground and everything. But now I'm in a position where I'm able to, you know, really tune into what I feel is right. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I, and trusting my intuition to bring those relationships into my life. And, and I've had massive success in that. And I'm very grateful. Mm -hmm. So with that, you know, the one-on-one life coaching sessions definitely integrate some of the hypnotherapy and EFT tapping, which I also offer as single sessions one-on-one. But it's really been amazing. You know, TikTok, which is how we connected, is yes. something that's been a little bit newer for me in the yeah, last same. not even six months. <laughs> <laughs> and the reach on there is just like yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's so wild to like really sit on my couch at home and be talking to someone from across the country. Like literally just, that's a dream come true. And the it's feedback so cool. too that you get on it of like feels more conversational than other platforms that I use. So it's like when you put something out there that like, especially you have amazing TikToks, like so supportive oh, in all of you. your videos. <laughs> oh, definitely. So definitely check her out um, on her TikTok. So I'll link that in the profile, but um, oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's like to be able to support people on that platform like that. And then just have like, yeah, the feedback that comes from that and like conversations that stem from that too is just super fun to have. Like, 
It's, yeah. it's, that's the coolest part too, where it's like, we're in this age where you can learn so many different things and improve yourself in so many different ways. So, um, yeah, I mean, it can definitely feel overwhelming for people, you know, so many different resources, but it's good to just go where and you're, yes. yeah. That's a good point because there is definitely those moments where like, you'll see on all of my platforms, I follow like 50 to 150 mm -hmm. people like max mm -hmm. and even that sometimes I have to mess around with just based on you know what's going Same. on with me but yeah that's the thing too is like at the end of the day you know and even as a coach like it's really our job to be empowering other people to again tuning into their own into internal wisdom like we're not mm -hmm. this like high and mighty person we may be you know one or two steps ahead of them in the game but we are still in the same game like we're still doing the same thing and yeah. i think that when you are living that so authentically you know it just brings so much more passion and power to the conversations that you're having and the, the work that you're doing because you know it because you've lived it yeah oh that's such a beautiful point too because it's like for people to step in as coaches too, either you can feel that imposter syndrome because you're trying to be this whole persona of like having it all together, which is like nobody has anything together. We're all just figuring it out as we go. And mm -hmm. it's so important too that um, you make that like so clear. And I definitely resonate with that of of no, you know, your truth. Like, you know, you have your own intuition first. Like I can help be a guide for you. I can show you like the bumper carts of what I've experienced yes. up until this point, but it's like, no, you're going to have to make those decisions like for, for yourself. And I think, um, more content like that of being able to trust within your own decision-making is, um, needed. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And it's funny because I have my moments where like, I script out my points and I have my like topics of knowledge. And then there are times where I like feel like I'm just posting on like my private story and I'm like, Oh yeah, there are 8,000 people that are going to actually <laughs> potentially see this. Like you kind of like desensitize yourself to that. But I think that's such a beautiful part of it. And too, like coming back to like the authenticity, like there are so many people again, like we just didn't, there are so many things like, you know, binge eating and like just things that I experienced as a teenager that like mm. I thought I was going to take to my freaking grave like the amount mm. of shame I carried about just like all of those things that are now like people have built entire careers off of taboo topics like that yeah, that again yeah. just like weren't available to us a decade ago right and it's like for even for you to even like speak that out loud too and just like for for us not to keep that in our dark you know dark place is like mm -hmm. you know it's like bringing that light to any of those kinds of uh, emotions especially shame immediately takes the power away from it so it's like when we can have those conversations with people so authentically and raw and just hold space and just be like oh my god you did that too or you experienced that too and then you're like oh my gosh you don't feel as like you know alone in this world trying to yes. figure things out and I think that's like you know a huge thing that we can feel especially during that like 2020 phase and then even forward after a lot of relationships like reconfigured or you know you maybe you went through this transformation process but like a lot of your friends didn't so it's like you can feel lonely in these spots if you are you know in those different vibrations which can be difficult so it's like that even adjustment of um you know being in um, communication or feeling like you're a part of a community, even if it's a social platform, like being a part of your TikTok isn't like just, um, watching you. I feel a part of your day to day or a part of your lesson. So it's like, 
it's that aspect too, where it's like, even when you're like, Oh, I'm just posting my life, but that's what people like feel connection. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the connection. Yeah. No. And I love that point that you made about, um, like when you, again, when you become aware of things like alignment and and energy and Mm -hmm. you start to notice like, Oh wait, like again, like these, this relationship is holding me back or this thing is not, I don't want to keep in my life. And you know, there's a lot of clearing at the beginning. That's really scary and like can leave space for a while. And I think that that space between, you know, what you have and what you want is what scares a lot of people back into past patterns. But if you are staying in alignment yourself and just holding that priority above anything else, like the things, the things will come, they Mm -hmm. will so come. And it's all about, you know, showing up as the person you want to be before you have evidence of, you know, your desires and your reality and just holding that energetic standard for yourself. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody is very new to this alignment and just, they're like, Whoa, I don't really know what this is. How can you, can you give someone just like some steps of like what that would look like to even assess their life right now or what you do personally? Um, does it go back to journaling or how do you, um, how do you go through and assess to see if you are in alignment? And then if you're not, then how do you kind of make those steps or at least those little baby steps towards finding that? Totally. You know, a lot of the, I think, I mean, there's a t- so many techniques that you can go about doing this, but I think one of like the simplest ways that you can just kind of get it all out to start is right. You know, you can break it down into, you know, categories of your life, you know, my, my friendships, my work, my family life, my alone time, you know, whatever you want those to be. And just starting to take inventory of like, what is because a lot of the time, like, yeah, we're existing, and we're having these experiences, but we're not actually writing down like, oh, I'm spending my entire weekend drinking or I'm doing and like, actually, like, get it out, like, get vulnerable with it and like, put it on paper and get accountable for like, what has what's been created up until this point and then at that point like with the same column the same categories you start to write down your desires and you don't shrink them you know you really just write down exactly what it is that that you want and then from there you know you don't need to have it all mapped out how i'm gonna get from step a to step c you know the action breeds clarity so as Mm. long as we know that first step that we're going to take we get to step a and then we'll be able to figure out step b and there's really like a lot of the time with this stuff like it's just making the hard decision it's just you know separating yourself from we're so conditioned to normalize so many things that are like so toxic for us and it's just a matter of you know stepping back and being like okay yes this is normalized but is this optimal for me and again coming back to like like having that yourself and your self-care and your alignment be the thing that you prioritize over anything else over anything that people have to say because they probably will but at the end of the day they're you know that's the other part of it is, you know, when you are raising your vibration and entering new energy, you know, the people that were in the old energy are gonna probably feel that space happening. And that might bring up some triggers and mirrors for them that they don't want to acknowledge. So what are they going to do? They're going to project that pain onto us. And they might try to drag us back down. So again, it's just about, you know, standing in your power and knowing that where you're headed is better than where you've been. I love that point. Oh my gosh. 
the part where you had had um, bringing it back to even though I forget the, the exact quote, but even though like certain situations or things that you do are normalized, that part I really loved because so mm-hmm. many things around us in our society are normal. It's normal to do X, Y, and Z. It's normal to go out and celebrate and maybe get smashed or it's normal to, you know, complain about your day job and just be like, Oh my God, I hate life. Or like, I'm just exhausted Mm -hmm. all the time. And just like all these things that feel so normal. And, um, when you take a step back and you're actually like, Whoa, these aren't actually all my options or I don't have to do things this way. Or even when you start that process of trying to like unlearn those things you do, you get that kind of, um, like rebound back from people around your life when you do try to make those decisions they're like wait what are you doing this is what we do you know so it's kind yeah. of like threatening even their own existence or their actions their decisions and so when you choose to make some, you know a different choice it can really be difficult like you know in that same kind of energy like you had said like the same circle that you're in it can be really difficult for people and then you want to just kind of blend in and do the same thing again because it feels like very like you've been reprimanded for trying to do something different yeah you know no and I think that you know on the other side of that this won't happen in every case but there Mm -hmm. will be instances where like you just doing this work has that ripple effect on the other people in your life. You know, personally, I've seen my entire family go through, you know, seasons of personal development and accountability and just, it's completely changed our dynamic and our our one-on-one relationships within ourselves. And that's not something that I ever, you know, tried to shove down anyone's throat because you can't do that. You cannot try to, you know, everyone has their own journey and on their own timeline. And it's just a mat, you know, like let people watch you just keep yeah. doing your thing and let people watch what you're doing. And like, it'll get to the point where they'll be like, okay, they seem to be doing pretty well in their life. They must right. be on something. And right. just being that, that influence. That's so true too. Cause like I get really excited when I learn about something new and I want to like tell everybody I know, but at the beginning, that's what I would do and be like, Oh my God, you have to read this book. It's like life changing. But it's like, it's that shoving piece where it's like, okay, either they're not ready for it or, you know, um, they're, that's not their path or that's not their journey yet maybe. But it's like, you just, like you had said, being that person and just making your own personal changes, not trying to change anybody else, not trying to do anything else outside of just focusing on, you know, reshaping yourself. Then yeah, that itself, it's like, even as you raise your vibration specifically, people feel that energy shift they feel it even though they they don't know what's happening or they can't put words Mm -hmm. to it or they're just just mad at you for whatever reason it's just because you're holding that different kind of level of space which is um yeah definitely good to um I'm sure a lot of people listening would um would also be like yeah that happened to me too like totally totally it's just that rebound for sure oh I love that there was another point to that that it slipped my mind um Wow. So with your, um, so with your coaching, you do different sessions. So you do monthly sessions and you do a specialized just EFT tapping or hypnotherapy, um, yeah. individually. That's very cool. So they can kind of experience, you know, one of those modalities if they haven't experienced that before. Cause I've never experienced hypnotherapy. That would be super cool to try. Um, so that's yeah. cool that you offer that like one-on-one sessions, um, without doing like, you know, um, the monthly sessions. So 
like totally. That. And, you know, with that, um, I think a lot of people with that modality either come in super intrigued or they mm -hmm. have all these preconceived beliefs about hypnotherapy just due to like, you know, performative hypnosis on stages or right. what we see in the movies. But, um, you know, the way that I've heard it described, which really resonates is it's really like deep meditation with a goal. And, you know, with that, you know, the work that's actually happening is we're bypassing, you know, the logical, rational part of our mind. And, you know, we're really being able to directly speak to the subconscious, you know, at the level that these problems are existing at. Um, and, you know, you mentioned very early on in the podcast, you know, that that sleep state. And that is really um, essentially what's happening. The, hip, the trance state that you enter in hypnosis is a very familiar state to our body. We enter it as we're falling asleep at night and then every morning as we wake up. It's really just, again, a slowed brainwave state. Um, we're able to bypass and kind of suspend our disbelief. And again, just really get into more of the depths of the mind and it's an incredibly powerful healing modality that again it was not something I originally seeked out I was just kind of looking for more of like a umbrella life coach um, yeah. certification and as soon as I started learning about it, it just it's something I implement I mean you can do self-hypnosis there are apps so it's something I definitely use again even yeah. myself because I think with all these modalities you you need to have personal experience and like your own transformation to like get so passionately behind the, the healing Definitely. that it can provide. Definitely. Yeah. And too, it's like, there's so many, so many modalities out there. So it's like, if you don't, if you don't like feel pulled to or called to or feel enough shift in one modality, it's like not forcing that. Cause I feel like, yes. especially when it comes to like routines, I feel too, or when you read a book and you're like, oh, well, they tell me to do this, this, and this, and that'll change my life. But you have so much either resistance or like, it's just not working. Like it's not, it's not cookie cutter for everybody. Like that's why there's so many things out there that you can try and do. So it's like, if one doesn't work, try it for enough to actually give it a go, you know, but mm -hmm. if it really doesn't resonate, there's, there's another one that you can try. So that's, that's really cool. So true. What would yeah, you say? I can even... Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I can just even think of like a, a personal example of that um, with a client just talking about, you know, trying to find some modalities that would work with him to help him clear his mind, I think is like was our intention. And, you know, we were trying all these things and it was just like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so, so. And then I just sat down with him and I was like, you know what, what, what is the thing in your life that clears your mind? He's like skateboarding. And I'm like, okay. Let's start skateboarding. There's no self-help book out there that's saying skateboard to change your life. But if that's going to work for you and that's what you need to do at the end of the day to, you know, reset and call your energy back to yourself, yes. freaking skateboard all day. Yes. Like <laughs> oh, my gosh. 100%. Exactly. There's no book out there that's um, – maybe he'll be the first one to write that book. But, right? yeah, it's like finding that, like, there's so many uh, ways that, like, we can get into that, like, flow state. And it's so specific to each person. And it's like yeah. just – it's just – amping that up on yourself and you can't get there without that self-exploration of knowing who you are or what you like or what actually works Absolutely. so it's like uncovering that first and then it's like oh wow actually I really love to be outside or I love yeah that's incredible so like recommending that he I'm sure after you know skateboarding a few days in a row he'd be like oh I'm feeling great actually because it's something that he actually enjoys he blows yeah. off steam able to get like mental clarity because he's probably really enjoying himself feeling really 
really good about himself. I think that's that's beautiful. I love how you pointed yeah. that because like it's not even <laughs> it's not even modalities that are like coined like okay this is gonna help you like meditation EFT tapping like this is what's gonna yeah. process your emotions like it could be anything mm-hmm. that you feel really good about when you do it like crafting or totally you know or I don't know why that came to my head right no, now, but... no I love it I, mean, <laughs> I love creating like, I mean... so <laughs> no that's great and I think too like even another one I can think of is like um when visualization was first introduced to me it was introduced to me in a very like you have to have your eyes closed this meditative state like this complete state of like silence and stillness and I started recognizing within myself like you know when I have the highest vibrational moments where I'm like visualizing and stepping into the energy of my highest self it's when I'm like dancing or it's when I'm you know grounding outside in nature and it's like all those things again that like you get to there's 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 you know the guidelines but then it's kind of like you get to pick and choose you get to choose like the things that feel good for you to do and again that's a living breathing thing within itself is like that can Mm -hmm. change as you evolve as well so it's like not putting this you know strict you know I've been journaling for this many days in a row if it doesn't feel good to do anymore like switch it up a little bit there's no shame in that I think that also goes back to our um you know our original programming and the way that things should be done and Um, unlearning that and it's even the degree of that personal development of like okay yeah there's all these things that help these other people but also it it just it boils down to that intuition part that listening to yourself that like that own inner knowing and it's like okay you have all of these things that are telling you to do this or this x y and z but it's like okay how does it actually feel within your own body and then how to perceive you know how to move forward with that so yeah definitely Oh my goodness. Love that. Um, okay. So I was going to ask like, what's your current favorite modality that you do? If you Interesting. I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, you know, the thing is, is like when I first started with all this, it was very mindset based. And then I would say from the start of this year and up until this point, you know, what I've been really throwing myself into is um, like nervous system regulation and trauma in the body and mm. that is you know an entirely different game because ob- I mean there's so much power obviously to the neural energetic rewiring that we can do but if we're not also turning in and and understanding that like while our brain might have completely forgotten that something happened our body is still holding on to that and so I, I would say maybe with that um you know, EFT tapping is, is a somatic experience working with the body where it's working with those, you know, energy meridian points that are responsible mm-hmm. for controlling stress. And, you know, there's a lot of um, power behind the technique, you know, outside of just, you know, triggering your parasympathetic nervous system and really like sending yourself into that state of rest and digest. Um, you know, what we know now is that any negative feeling or emotion is really, again, just energy stuck somewhere in our body so we get that energy flowing again and it's regulating us out of these chronic states of stress and burnout and fatigue and then you're pairing that you know with building the new neural pathways and when you there's that sweet spot between doing that work and then also working to you know remove the emotional charge that's attached to those old feelings or those old memories because Mm -hmm. you know we're not always in control of when those are gonna show up. You know, a lot of the time I recently had 
some stuff show up for me where I was feeling on top of the world. And in this conversation with a friend, she's like, yeah, and your soul knew that it was time to dive into a deeper level of your psyche and pull something out for you to look at that like I didn't think was going to show up for me ever again. And, you know, it's just, it's the never ending game. Layers. So rewarding. Layers, layers. Yeah. It's the layers. It's like that. And I think that's the beautiful thing too, because it's, we're not ever trying to get to the specific destination. Like it's just, it's, it's just continuous. It's like, and, and I had that also happen to me just very recently about a, you know, a past trauma. And I was like, this is crazy. I already, I already did this. So I just had literally like, a few days literally. ago, I was like, I'm way past this. And it was like, no, no, hon, your, your hence energy is still stuck there. The <laughs> I yeah. love that so much. Yeah. So before we started the podcast, we had also talked about how transformation will um, happen on the outside too. And so I was telling Jess that I noticed her hair change and I love the color change and I <laughs> tend to change my hair and I, I haven't been changing it at, well, that's, some would say no, but, um, I change it anytime I have a transformation or something happens. When something happens in the inside shift of me, I love to express it on the outside. So it's like, yes. I will dye my hair, cut my hair, a piercing, a tattoo. I love expression on going through something, especially if it's something major. Oh, I just like, it's a part of my story. So, and yeah, I, no, yeah. I, yes. Right. That's mm-hmm. actually so true too. Yeah. No, I really love that. And to like, really be able to like, look back again in those seasons of life and be like, Oh, yep. I know exactly what that Oh, and I do. Through. Like when I flip through my photos and I was like, I remember when you had orange hair, or purple hair. Right? I remember that jet black Bob. <laughs> like, it's just like, you just know. And it's like that beautiful, just ever progression of like us always. It's like, it's not even the, like the caterpillar butterfly. It's like, it just, it's continuous caterpillar butterfly, caterpillar butterfly. It's just like, constant of like you're never just there and and you're grown and you're you're good to go it's just you have those phases where you then you have to go in lock yourself back in your room and like cry it out or get another book or go underneath another layer and and then you arise from that a new person and it's like allowing yourself to go through that journey um over and over and like have I guess not judge any part of that either. Cause I feel like so there's so much of us too that it was just like, damn, I thought I healed that. And then we could feel kind of like frustrated with ourselves if we have to go through it again. And it's like, okay, no emotion is good or bad. It's just allowing it to flow and allowing it to be what it is and just meeting it and feeling it and being present with it. And it'll just, it'll release. And before you know it, you'll be like on the other side again. And you're like, Whoa, (laughs) seriously. And I, you know, I really like to view that whole experience and process as like growing in a spiral staircase, because a lot of the time we're looking down at it with this bird's eye view and it just feels like we're going in circles, but we're not, we're, we're meeting these, these deeper layers of ourselves, like with strength, with more experience, with deeper healing, like every time that we have to come back to that process, we're not really back anywhere. We're still moving forwards. It's yeah. just, you know, again, you're just meeting it at a, at a different level. You're raising yeah. and, and meeting it again. Yeah. And you're still at a different level of awareness. Like you had said, like you already went through a different, a certain chunk or you already had awareness about this to a a certain extent. And it's like, you're just kind of having a more, yeah, a different view of it. So I think that's that's perfect. Yeah. 
oh my and God, empowering yes. yourself. It's like, yeah. I've been here before. I can do this again. We got this. Like, yeah. We got this. We got yeah. this. Well, I feel like that's a beautiful note to just end it on. We got this. Totally. We got this. I yeah, love it. This was such a great conversation. Um, so where exactly, so we can find you on TikTok, right? And uh, yes. is your Instagram the same? So my TikTok is actually what's different. If you can find okay. me and DM me about sessions on Transform with Jess on Instagram. And then on TikTok, it is just my name, Jess.Attridge. You can find me. Okay. And that's A-T-T-R-I-D-G-E, right? Attridge. You got it. Okay. <laughs> Definitely will link you um, with the awesome. in, you know, in the comments. And anything. Thank you so much for this experience. <laughs> I'm just like grateful. Like this was just so much fun. I yeah. love connecting with you know, other people that are just like living their most authentic life. And I think that's what drew to me to you more than anything is just oh. you wear what you do on your sleeve and it's really beautiful yeah. to witness. Yeah. So thank like, you. Again, here I am very raw. <laughs> I love it. But love yeah, it. that's what I, I love. Um, and I mentioned this before when, before we chatted, but like, this is, this is why I wanted to start this podcast, this platform. I love these conversations. I personally learn from hearing other people's stories so much it goes it takes me back to that like original like learning of that storytelling and it's like feels back to that where it's like that's how I really resonate really connecting with people on their journeys and these are my favorite conversations to have so it's like I need to record these and share these with other people because I feel selfish if it's just I keep oh, them all to myself you're doing so, an amazing thing you're doing thank an you amazing so thing. much for for being on the show and yeah I, I can't wait to uh keep connected with you and make sure to follow awesome. Jess check out her services I might be trying Thank the uh, hypnotherapy that sounds very cool and Yay. Yeah. awesome okay awesome I hope you felt the magic from this episode and if you did I would love if you were to share it with any friends or family you think it would resonate with I'm also on Instagram and TikTok at erica.eternalexpansion, so please send me a message if you enjoyed this and you would like more episodes like this. I'm sending you lots and love and light your way. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, and I'll see you in the next episode.